Yeah, it was good, John. I think I'm enjoying enjoying my vacation a little bit too much. Because <laughs> we're always late. Try not to be, but better late than never. Happy Father's Day. And, uh, fellas, remember, before you put her back on the mat, don't forget your Jimmy hat. Welcome to the red of the, 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 the. <laughs> Let me get my English together. <laughs> Welcome to the Two the Matt Wrestlecast. This is your boy Zayman TV. Uh, solo today. Shout out to Jim West TV. Shout out to Sauce Baby. They'll be back as soon as they possibly can. Let's hop into these results because a lot's been going on for no reason. And wrestling this week, so somehow, reason outside of NXT and SmackDown, it's been boring as fuck. But there's more to the story, and we'll get to that. So let's start with Raw. Let's get these results out the way. Actually, no, let's not get these results out the way. Let's talk about some, uh, Let's talk about some stuff that's been going on. First of all, Sasha Banks was granted her release from WWE. People might take this as being fired. You know, the IWC, we love you guys. I hate you guys at the same time, but yeah. She didn't sign her contract, therefore they had to release her for the company. What is the future hold for her? We don't know. Um, and what is the future hold for Naomi? Does she reach a new deal? Does she stay? We're still trying to figure that out. And as far as I know, as far as my sources go, we don't know yet. I'm going to try to keep this as fan-friendly as possible and not cover too much of the news, but some things you just can't ignore. And the real elephant in the room is Vince McMahon is in hot water. So is uh, Mr. Laurinaitis. He's in trouble as well. You know, he, they got caught up in this uh, hush money sex scandal that was broken by the New York Times. As we all know, if the New York Times catch you doing some shit, you did it. So, <laughs> there's no hiding from it. Uh, Vince did appear, appear on SmackDown Friday, and uh, he wasn't on TV very long. Uh, the acting general manager as of late is Stephanie McMahon, which is great for... The company, considering the fact that the company is catering more its children these days, so who else is going to fill that position? I know so many people were hoping for Triple H, but nah, it's the on the business side of things, it's a no-brainer. When all else fails, go with the one person who's making real moves in the company, and that's definitely man. Um, as far as Vince's future with the company, the investigation is still ongoing. I'm not a part of that circle, so I don't know fully what's going on. Uh, accusations are accusations, and you know how the American law goes when you're innocent until proven guilty. I'm not saying that he did it, even though I kind of just did. I want to take that remark back, but, uh, New York Times is one of the biggest news sources in the world, as we know, so, or in America, as we know, um... So all we can do is watch this play out and see what happens. But right now, there's some hot water going on, and uh show must go on, as they all say. And hopefully, we can get. Hopefully, it doesn't change anything too much. Um, so let's hop into these results now, because I don't know too much. I didn't catch AW this week, but, but. 
that midweek warm up I was talking about is definitely gonna come maybe later today. It's probably it's gonna drop on on Tuesday though, but I might record that today depending on how I feel or tomorrow. Uh, so let's hop into these results. We start off with Raw. We had Miz TV to kick off the show. Had Paul Heyman on the show. They're plugging money in the bank. Paul Heyman being the the wise man to the tribal chief, saying that Riddle has no chance of beating Roman. We're going to get to that part because I'm kind of ad-libbing it here because it's not really fresh in my mind, but. You know, he's doing the money in the bank. He said it doesn't matter who wins, who wins money in the bank. It just doesn't matter at all. And as far as Riddle goes, he has no chance to beat Roman Reigns. Riddle's music hits. He comes out and he says he's going to exact his revenge on the bloodline. Now he's going to take the WWE World Heavyweight, the Undisputed WWE World Universal Championship. I wish they just called it the Undisputed Championship because that's a lot. It's a mouthful. I don't even think I said it right. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, I figured I didn't. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so he said that he had a stipulation to the Max Friday that if Riddle loses, he can no longer challenge for the championship as long as Roman Reigns is champion. That sounds so familiar. Didn't we just do this last year? Pretty sure we did. No, wasn't that Drew McIntyre? Yeah, that was Drew McIntyre. So we get the stipulation for the match. He said, let me introduce you to the Usos. Usos come out, Riddle getting ready to come down, Street Profits come out, and they're like, nah, we ain't having none of that because we want y'all titles too. And then we have our first match of the night where we have Jimmy Uso going against the boy, the boy Montez Ford, singles match. I kind of feel like the Street Profits have really stepped it up this year, really doing big things, making sure they're a must-see TV which this match was. It was a back-and-forth bout. You know, interference from Jimmy. Or, sorry, we're against Jimmy, right? Interference from Jay. You know, I can't think of the name right now because I'm doing this off the top of my head. Um, yeah, Montana Forrest is partner because I can't think Angelo Dawkins. There we go. Angelo Dawkins cutting him short like, no, nah, you're interfering in nada. Keeping this match fair. Montez Ford goes up for the frog splash. Jumps damn near to the ceiling, as he always does. Comes down directly on Jimmy's knees. Can catch the one, two, three. And that's the end of the match. He beats him kind of clean. <laughs> kind of clean. But it's the bloodline, which we expect. Then we had a segment with Seth Rollins making remarks about his sinister attack. On Cody Rhodes. Again, the show must go on. Cody's injured. You had to write him off TV. Um, because this ain't kayfabe news. This is, we talk about the real deal. There's some fans talking about fan shit. Anyway, Cody takes the sledgehammer to the injury, writes him off TV for a few months. Seth Rollins talks about it, said he definitely respects Cody Rhodes. He said, I respect Cody. He's one of the toughest men in this business. But Cody Rhodes is a virus. Cody Rhodes is a virus. He said he's going to win Money in the Bank. He's finally read the WWE of Cody Rhodes, and he's going to go on to win the WWE Undisputed Championship. Long-term booking being, being uh, justified. Seth Rollins is my pick. 
to win money in the bank. Only because I feel like he's the only person that can humanize Roman Reigns. And we're going to get to Brock Lesnar in a minute. So, <laughs> we know what happened. We're going to get there. I'm not doing this live, so therefore, there is no live for tonight. I'm going to just record this and get it out there. Um, then we get Dana Brooke. We get the uh, Becky Lynch. Dana Brooke. Becky mad at the world right now because she lost her title. Or she lost her uh, her chance at the title. That was three times, right? Three times Becky went? Yeah, that was three, that was three times. So, you know what that means. She had the back of the line. It's a shame, though, because uh, Becky is one of the biggest women, female stars in the company. So, I don't know what they're going to do with her. But, uh, yeah, Becky gets her ass to the back of the line three times he out. And then uh, she proceeds to jump on Dana Brooke before they match got started. Because, you know, Dana Brooke got a victory over her, which is weird. Very weird. For the 24-7 championship at that. So, Oscar saves uh, Dana Brooke from ass whooping. Then we go to match two. Oscar and Liv. Uh, Oscar. No. Oscar and Liv working versus Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. Was that Oscar or Alexa Bliss? I'm lost. How's Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan? I'm tripping. Okay, I got that all wrong. Let me make sure I'm right. Let me make sure I'm right, because this is weird. Trying to make sure that I ain't got a. I don't want to give y'all the wrong information. Definitely don't want to give y'all the wrong information. I sit out here look goofy. Okay. Okay, it was Alexa Bliss. I knew I was way off. Way off. Forgive me for that. But uh after Oscar Oscar gives the <laughs> Oh man, okay. Let me go and say that together. After Oscar gives the boom back to Becky Lynch, <laughs> Becky Lynch walks to the back and says, I hope you win to Alexa Bliss. And Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan go on for their match. It was Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss, I said Bliss. Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan versus Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. We all know where this is going. Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan qualify for Money in the Bank after beating Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. Because they're now enhancement talent. They're enhancing people. So. They are no longer taken seriously from the company, which is a testament to Nikki Cross and Dewdrop, which is a waste. Um, it's a pretty big waste, but they'll get their time. They'll get there. They'll get there. 
Then we had Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens for the umpteenth time. So sick of this damn storyline. The joke isn't even funny anymore. The whole thing isn't even hilarious anymore. They pretty much ran us to the ground. And then we know Ezekiel defeats Kevin Owens by VI count out. And Kevin Owens is so excited that he said his brother Elias would be there Monday on Raw. If they put this man in a lace front beard, I swear to God. <laughs> it is going to be the most hilarious thing ever. It might even revitalize the joke, but uh, yeah. I hope they're going to put him in a lace front beard. We can live without the lace front beard, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. MVP defeats Cedric Alexander with help from Omas. Well, actually, it was a clean victory. I ain't going to do that in MVP. It was a clean victory. He hit him with the, um, the uh, what do you call this thing? The playbook? Where the hell do you call it? The playbook? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hit him with the playmaker. I don't know, it's the playmaker. But then Omas proceeds to attack Cedric Alexander after the match. We still get revenge for the last book review for Hell in a Cell, but uh, hey, it is what it is. Cesar took the L. There's no cruiserweight division, so he's pretty much screwed. Send him back down. You know what? Send him back down to NXT. Why not? Let him work against, you know, let him work for, uh, let him work in, you know, with a couple people down there that might be on his level. Carmelo Hayes, maybe. Carmelo Hayes, something like that. That's how I feel. Let's do that. Then we had uh, Seth Rollins defeating AJ Styles to qualify for the men's money in the bank. Seth Rollins is my pick. I feel like it's time. Uh, I feel like Brock coming back because we're going to get there. Brock did come back on Friday, if you don't know. And it's after Roman Reigns. I feel like Brock coming back. It's just to give Roman an opponent for Money in the Bank. And I think Seth Rollins is going to cash in again. I think we're going to get a replay of WrestleMania. It's going to be two on two until it's strip threat. I got, I got to tell a funny feeling. The Rhea Ripley judges Bianca Belair in their segment. The New Direction of the Judgment Day. The Sinister. The Sinister 3. You know, tell Bianca that, you know, you, you go out there and you act with this. I just do it. Tell about you too loud. You know, I tell somebody what you're trying to do. I just go out there and I do me. That's pretty much what you get from that conversation. I think that's going to be a definite, definitely be a great match. Do I see them taking the belt off Bianca anytime soon? Maybe not. Maybe not. But at the same time, you know, I think Rhea Ripley deserves another run. Because this Judgment Day thing has something to it. I mess with it. I like it. I want to see where it goes from here. Even though Edge wasn't sold on the direction that it's going, I'm actually just curious. They have my curiosity, so I just want to see where it goes. Um, and then we had Chad Gable beating Mustafa Ali yet again. Why is Mustafa Ali on the main roster? If you have nothing for him, send him to NXT where you can work with somebody, show them how it is for the main roster, get on that main roster field. I feel like you'll get a better product for NXT because of it. Even though NXT is great, you can send these guys down there and you know, put on some great matches, have them be like, you know, the, the possible contenders 
Mustafa Ali going for the United States, uh, the North American, I said United States. Mustafa Ali going for the uh, North American Championship. Putting him in that title picture is pretty decent. Same thing with Cedric Alexander. Um, he would put him up against a Braun Breaker. Like, I mean, just so many, so many people just sitting around that you can do a lot of stuff with. So then we had, you know, Chad Gable. Yeah, Chad Gable defeats Mustafa Ali with an assist from Otis. Of course, Alpha Academy, their heels can't win clean. Then, yet again, Veer Mahan beats up Rey Mysterio. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'll turn it raw. I got refreshed yesterday because it was just so boring. Like, I don't understand what was going on or how they were booking the show or who was producing some stuff. I just found Raw really boring this week. I feel like something needs to be shuffled around a little bit. I mean, that's what I feel. Um, so, Veer Mahan beats up Rey Mysterio again. So tired of that shit. Get him some real opponents. It's time for some real opponents. Uh, Bobby Lashley defeats Austin Theory in the polls down, which we all saw that coming. Bobby Lashley is a is a wonderful specimen. Pause. And to put him up against Austin Theory, who's in pretty good shape himself, but he ain't been in that gym as long as Bobby. The match ends. Austin Theory being an annoying little brother. That's his gimmick. Splashes Bobby Lashley in the face with, with baby oil. So weird he was saying that out of my mouth. Splashes Bobby Lashley in the face with baby oil. Okay. <laughs> it proceeds to drop Hickam out the ring. <laughs> Bobby's covered in oil. Austin Theory's laughing on the pedestal with the United States Championship to save himself. If Austin Theory beats Bobby Lashley clean or beats Bobby Lashley to any capacity, clearly he's next in line. He's being protected. I'm so convinced. Even though I I, I stand behind Austin Theory, I know his in-ring ability, I know what he's capable of. If they decide to do this, I'm pretty sure that Bobby Lashley's going back to the mid-card if they let him win. And that's, that's going to be sad. That's what I'm saying. Unless they have something else planned for Austin Theory, which... Okay. I mean, I, I want to see where it goes, but I just don't feel see him it being logical to have him be by. That's just... Now we're going over to NXT. It was actually pretty entertaining this week. Pretty entertaining this week. Uh, my boy Joe Gacy moved on real quick. Uh, he took that L. He took his tail... It just left Rob Breaker alone. I don't know who called that was, but I was enjoying that so much. Um, we start off with the uh, NXT Tag Team Championship match. You have Creed Brothers, who are the champions, going against Edris Enofe and Malik Blade. They finally got a ma- another match on TV where they're not sitting back and catering. Of course, the Creed Brothers win and retain the championship because who really is checking for Enofe and Blade to be champions right now? I know I'm not. I'm not. I'm not at all. Then, match number two, we have Felon Henley going against 
Tiffany Stratton. Fellas growing on me, man. Like, I feel like the women's division is in great hands as far as NXT goes right now. I just wish Toxic Attraction wasn't burying it because I feel like they are. But uh, this gave me more promise. This gave me more, you know, hope that they find a way to make it not seem like they're just dominating everything. We're going to get to their match later. But uh, Fella Henley defeats Tiffany Stratton with help from Wendy Chu. Them two beefing again. She throws a fake drink in her face. <laughs> she thought she was going to catch the slushy, and she caught some paper, and she got rolled up by Fella Henley for the pin. Um, this is going to be a fun feud. Wendy Chu is very talented. Tiffany Stratton showed me she is very talented. Her as a heel makes total sense with her gimmick. And uh, can't wait for more to come. Can't wait for more to come. Then we had Wes Lee defeating Zion Quinn. I said X time. All right. Zion Quinn. And it had to happen. I mean, Zion Quinn, is he's good enough to be a heel. Wesley, they're looking for him. They're looking for something for him to do. He put his foot in the door or whatever. So, you know, yeah, Wesley was thinking about Zion Quinn. I'm happy with that. Then we had match four, the Dyad, the two Druids that have been following around Joe Gacy for weeks. Literally, following this man around. Hold on, let me get this light out of my face. They've been following, following this man around for weeks. And, uh, yeah. I say they they had a, uh, they put on a decent show. How long will they be wrestling in Druid in Druid gear? I don't know. Does it work for them? Maybe. I don't know. I just feel like them outfits are gonna get really really hot really fast. Um, they're made of velvet. It's gonna get really really hot really fast, but. The Dyad defeats Javier Bernal and Dante Chen, which they just cannot figure out what they want to do with Dante Chen. Put him on a hot, I'll put him on a hot singles run. Like he, he can, he can do it. I don't know. We'll put him somewhere, but yeah, yeah. Find him a decent partner. Mustafa Ali can be his partner. That can happen. Cedric Alexander, you know what? Look, give me a job, Vince. Give me a job. Give me that. All right. So then we have Tony D'Angelo, the Don. Tony D. Tony D'Angelo comes out with the family, turns two, turns stacks of two dimes, two dimes and made men. Gives a back history to their character, more character development. Legato Del Fantasma, stuck under their banner. Mad as hell. Side eye and everything else. Tony D, like, you got a problem, man? We need to take over the WWE. <laughs> Carmelo Hayes comes out. And he said, you know, Tony D wants that. He wants the title now because, you know, Carmelo Hayes got in his business. They set up a match between Stacks 2 downs, Carmelo Hayes and Trick. Whoop that Trick. Trick Williams. And that match is coming up later. Then we have match number five for the NXT Championship, which is weird having an NXT Championship on the mid card of a show. That was odd. But um, we had Ron Breaker versus Duke Hudson because, you know, he said, I got that count out victory over me. That still counts for something. I want my title shot. 
course, you get dominated by Brian Breaker, and he can go back to obscurity because who the hell is Shaggy Pete Carson? He didn't even show me that in that match. That was a Brian Breaker match. Like, Duke Hudson had some, got some blows in, but it wasn't really nothing to be too proud of. Like, I don't know. I mean, could I see Duke Hudson teaming back up with, uh, teaming up, back up with your boy Mad Cat Moss? Nah, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Duke. But, uh, Duke needs a little bit more time to at least it wasn't Van Wagner. No Van Wagner this week. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know Van Wagner. Uh, <laughs> then we have the NXT debut of Giovanni Vinci, formerly known as Fabian Eichner. They wanted to get him, uh, they wanted to make him Jason Statham. From the, what is it? What was the movie Jason Statham was in? Not the mechanic. Uh, uh, oh, from, uh, uh, what was it, the driver? The transporter, yeah. So, they turned your boy Fabian Eichner, Eichner to, 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 uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get this out. It's, uh, Giovanni Vinci and made him Jason Statham from the transporter because he's bald and he can fly around, which is weird. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, it worked, though. I mean, he put on a, a hell of a display. I'm not going to take it from him. He put on a hell of a display. Uh, he defeats Guru Raj. And they put on a hell of a match. It was just a display of, look how many flips I can do. Look how many kicks I can do. Look how many, look how, look how special I am. And, okay, all right, you know, it worked. It's cool. I want to see more. One boy still don't like Jason Statham. I, I, I ain't going to let that down. But he did the entertaining fashion. He did some weird, uh, flippy do something. I, I don't even know what to call it, but it, it works, whatever it was. And then we had match number six. Carmelo Hayes versus Carmelo Hayes and, let, 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 let me do this right. Carmelo, I don't miss Hayes. The trick, whoop that trick Williams against Stacks and two dimes. And of course, of course, your boy Melo don't miss. He won the match. Uh, I feel like Melo, Carmelo Hayes is man roster ready already. And he's only going to get better. Only going to get better. Then he brings that real round away hood energy. You know, that, that real round away. We're in the barbershop. We're kicking it. You know, I'm kicking it with my boys. That over exuberance, that overconfidence. That's just missing a little bit. Like nobody does it like Melo, nobody lives it like Melo. Like I'm, I'm really convinced that Carmelo Hayes is like the next coming of something big. If Vince don't ruin him on the main, oh no, Stephanie, I'm sorry, if Stephanie don't miss him up on the main roster, you know, like I'm, it's just, it's just too much greatness there to just let that go to waste. And even with, like, even if you, you know, even if you keep, you put him on a level of. A United States champion or Intercontinental. He just got that swag to him. I really think Melo got, got something there. I think Melo is ready. Trick Williams got a little bit of a way to go. You know, um, I would hate to see him get lost in the shuffle, but I think once Trick Williams kind of find himself and find his in-ring skill a little bit more, he'll be good. But Melo ready. Melo been there. I, th- I think Melo been there. But, uh, yeah, Melo and, Williams, they go over stacks and two rounds. 
pissed. That's too bad. <laughs> then I made an event for NXT. The main event, the Huda Grah, the Huda Grah, Kurt Call. We get Cora J, Roxanne Perez, and Indy Hartwell versus Toxic Attraction. And the match was a great match. And guess what? Toxic Attraction lost. And it was clean. And Indy Hartwell had her coming out party. And it was great. It gave me hope for the women's division because I feel like these three, like, they just needed those established stars. Roxy, Roxanne Perez. I've been following her for almost the entirety of her career. And she's ready. She is ready to go. Put that title on her. Indy Hartwell is another one. She's great. She has the career to prove it. I share her track record speaks for itself. She ran her scene. She's ready to go. And then you got Cora J. The future is bright. She's a remarkable talent. She's proven how tough she is already. Next, next, those are the next three horsewomen right there. Like they're, 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 those are new stars. And then you have Gigi Dallin and her tag team partner and Toxic Attraction. I feel like if Mandy Rose was to leave and come back to the main roster, they'll be perfectly fine. Like, just, you got your star set up right there. Right there. No Lash Legend this week, <laughs> Put her ass back in the, put her back in the office. Let her cook a little bit more. She, she's, she's too green. She's way too green. I guess she was a WNBA star and all of that stuff. And, you know, they, they took her into wrestling after, I, I love her backstory. I love it, but she's not ready for TV time. She's just not. NXT, Raw was kind of boring, so I'll give Raw a C. NXT was great. I'll give them a B. There's a few things here and there that I was kind of feel like why, but like, great matches. NXT seems like it's getting longer and longer every week. They're squeezing a lot into that two hours, and I love it. Um, but yeah, we get there. And uh, while I'm at it, can we please update NXT level up on Peacock? Like, it goes by seasons for some weird reason, and we don't have any of the more recent episodes. I think like, the NXT level up on Peacock is like a month behind, which is weird. So, yeah, get get on that, please. You know, just a little podcast in the corner somewhere, but hopefully y'all hear this. Because uh, <laughs> I would love to cover those matches, too. Now we get to move to SmackDown. Which was like a lightning bolt. It felt like it was only on for like 30 minutes until we got to our main event. Like that, that show went pretty quick. Um, maybe that, I mean, it's a good thing because I was kind of I was invested, but uh, SmackDown was like zoom. Like I don't know what happened. So we opened the show with Vince McMahon, like I covered earlier. He was there for a blink of an eye. Comes out, welcome to SmackDown. He's like, I know that what the opening title says, and it says, "In this together." Ever or whatever, and he said that's or something like that. I I forget it. It's off top of my head. But he said there's nothing. And that forever together means with each and every one of you. 
thank you. Welcome to SmackDown because he got the hell up out of there because he knows what everybody else knows. He knows what the hell happened. And he's like, holy shit, I can't be on TV long because this is biting me in the ass. Let me get the hell up out of here. So <laughs> he he starts off the show. He kicks it off. Out comes Riddle to set the tone with a heartfelt speech towards Randy. Talking about, please recover soon. I love you, buddy. You know, you're one of my biggest friends, one of my biggest inspirations. We wish you well. We know you're up for surgery. You know, like, hey, I feel, I almost cried. Riddle had me hooked. I'm like, hey, come on, man. I'm trying to watch the people fight. I ain't trying to cry about it. But <laughs> it was a heartfelt speech. So, yes, Randy, please get well. Love you. 20 years in this. We don't need you checking out now. You know, hey, rest up, little soldier. We love you, Mitch. Anyway, uh, we get to match number one. We have Mad, Cop, Mad Cat Moss defeating Happy Corbin in the last laugh match. You heard me. It was a stipulation for a regular match. So it was last laugh match. The winner gets the laughter of the person on the ring. Mad Cat Moss defeats Happy Corbin despite his offense. It was actually a decent match from Corbin. He's pretty. He He's another one. Stepping it up. I love it. Step it up. Just step it up. Just keep it going, Corbin. Get rid of that dumbass gimmick. <laughs> but, you know, hey, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, after the match, Corbin gets in Pat McAfee's face. Talking about, hey, you talking shit about me. You running your mouth about me. I'm tired of it. Shut up. I'm going to beat your ass. And starts to walk off. <laughs> That's not exactly what he said, but it's verbatim what he said. But he starts to walk off. And then... In good old Pat McAfee fashion, he gets the entire crowd to laugh his ass out the building. It was awesome. It was great. This feud is going to be hilarious. Uh, Pat McAfee does have some in-ring skill. He just needs some actual ring gear, but I feel like it was great. It was good. It's a good direction to go in with court because where else? What else is going to be? He's a great heel. We got too many heels right now. Actually, now you think about it, the WWE is full of heels right now. We don't have a lot of baby faces. We just got a lot of heels. It's weird. Okay. Oh, it's weird. Next, we have the New Day, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston versus Jinder Mahal and Shanky. Actually, I've been asking myself this question. Definitely asking myself this question. Um. Is Shanky Jinder Mahal, sir? I'm about to look that up right now. Not Jinder Mahal, son, but uh, is he the great colleague, son? I don't even see. Yeah, he's not. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Um, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he is.
Yeah, I don't think Shanky's, uh, he's not. Okay, I'm, alright. He looks a lot like the Great Khali. Yeah, he looks a lot like the Great Khali, but he's not his son. Alright. Okay, so yeah. So Shanky isn't, uh, he isn't the great Khalid's son. All right, I had to double check that real quick live on air. I don't know how I did that live. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was always questioning that. But, uh, we already know that who's going to win this match. The new day goes over Shanky and Gender. Um, Gender is back in the mid card. Shanky is there with him. I don't know what they're going to do with them, but, uh, yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, then we had Drew McIntyre and Sheamus had a segment after that. And Drew McIntyre and Shane and Sheamus, uh, Sheamus gets announced for money in the bank. He's gonna be in the chat. He's getting announced for it. Drew gets mad and starts beating the crap out of Sheamus because he said if somebody, if he's not in money in the bank, somebody's getting the ass kicked. So he starts beating the crap out of Sheamus. <laughs> Adam Pierce is like, uh, Drew, Drew, you're in the money in the bank ladder match too. Because remember, last week, not the week, but the week before last, they had that match when they both got counted out. So, this is going to throw them both in the match. So we got Seth Rollins, you know, and uh, Seth Rollins, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre so far qualifying for the men's money in the bank fighter match. All right. That works. That works. And then after that, we get match number three, Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez, yeah. She defeats Shayna Baszler. They have a match to qualify for the women's money in the bank ladder match, so we're just throwing her in there. I have no problem with it. I'm pretty sure she can handle it, but I mean, your first big match to be a ladder match? Do you have this injury list that's almost a mile long? Careful. Be careful. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, you don't want her to get injured, and you just now rebuilding your women's division. That'd be a blow. That would be a blow. So Raquel Gonzalez qualifies for the women's money in the bank ladder match. Uh, Rodriguez, I'm saying Gonzalez. It's just so easy to say. So easy to say. All right. So um, we got that, yeah. And uh, go to our main event: WWE, the WWE Undisputed Universal World Heavyweight Championship. Please shrink that down. <laughs> Please shrink it down. All right, we got Roman Reigns versus Matt Matt Riddle, and you want to talk about a main event? These two put on a show. Riddle, Riddle, Riddle was shown, was giving it his all, giving all of his offense. Roman could barely keep up. Did I not say this was going to expose Roman? It did. It did. It definitely exposed Roman. And 
that's a bad thing, but a good thing. So Riddle's giving him, giving him the business, giving him the offense, giving him everything that he can handle. Roman's barely being able to keep up, but the minute Roman found his opening, boom, Superman punch. Then they swung the match back the other way. Roman found his pace in mid-match. I'm not going to say he completely got blew out. He found his pace in mid-match. Then it became the Roman Reigns show. And then Riddle got back into it. And he went for one last springboard and caught a spear. Roman Reigns retains the championship. And Matt Riddle can no longer, no longer challenge for the WWE Undisputed Universal World Heavyweight Championship. Please shrink that down. <laughs> As long as Roman Reigns is champion. And I kind of feel like this is, you know, it's a shame, but I kind of feel like they're putting him in the back burner for something greater later. He's definitely going to get that championship. I think, you know, this is a back pocket kind of situation. Let's keep him in our back pocket just in case something happens, which is smart. Then Roman Reigns gets up. There's nobody else. We're leaving. He, he pulls a rock. If you remember The Rock, when he beat Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania, he said, there's nobody left. Nobody left. I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm tired. You heard that Goldberg music hit, and the roof flew off the building. You know exactly what it's going on. Roman stands up. Bloodline comes out. They got all the titles. He said, done. We're out of here. There's nobody left. I beat them all. I told them we were leaving. He came to wreck everything and leave. That's what we did. And then he get the run of the ring. Bow. Brock Lesnar's hit. Brock Lesnar's music hits. The roof flies off the building. I wake the girl up out of her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? This is the first time we've seen him since Manny. And she's like, okay. She's going back to sleep. I'm like, all right. So they stand in the middle of the ring. He's begging Roman Reigns to shake his hand. He's like, shake my hand, shake my hand, shake my hand. I'm like, yeah, shake his hand. Why not? He's, you know, shake his hand. Boom, F5 to Roman Reigns. Bloodline gets took out. F5 to Jimmy. And then F5 to Jay Uso. Roman Reigns stand tall and walk off. I mean, we saw it coming. Because ain't nobody else. Do I kind of wish it was Drew? Drew has money in the bank. Would have been funny if it was Drew, though. Catch with a clay one more time. Would have been funny. But overall, I get SmackDown an A. Even though it felt like it went 100 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour, and it was over before it even got started. Like, I just kind of felt like, oh, too soon? Like, it's over already? But yeah, so it was all good. SmackDown got an A. Um, where the WWE goes from here, I don't know. But I mean. Money in the Bank is looking like it's going to be a stacked card. Uh, is, is, I don't know if Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar is going to be at Money in the Bank. But, hey, you there? And we're going to see what happens. Uh, other than that, man, this has been your boy Zeta Mind TV. This has been the Two to Matt WrestleCast. <coughs> and we out.